Um, but on the other hand, there's no scriptural basis for a lot of other things that can be meaningful to us in our lives. Birthdays, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, Fourth of July, Labor Day, you name it, right? On and on, things that we find meaning in even though it's not really um, something that's, that is uh, scripturally based. And in fact, some people say that Christmas is actually not um, scripturally based as far as celebrating the birthday of Jesus. But we do it, don't we? And we find meaning in it. So the celebration of Advent, as we mentioned, uh, somewhere in the 4th or 5th century, uh, it began to be a practice for um, the new converts to Christianity uh, to take time for, um, to, to get ready for baptism. Baptism was held at a certain time of the year, and so this is the time prior to that. And then later, in the Middle Ages, Advent became associated with the Second Coming and uh, preparation uh, involved uh, that way as well. So Advent was to Christmas what Lent is to Easter. And it always was a time of fasting and prayer. And um, more recently, it's changed. And probably in the last 50 years or so, it's been uh, thought of as a time of anticipating Christmas. And um, so we have the wreaths that have been a part of it. They came in from northern Europe. Um, the wreath is very symbolic. It's in a circle, so it's a reminder of eternal life. The greenery, of course, uh, is a reminder of that as well. The candles, very important reminder of light in the middle of winter and um, so on. And then calendars, Advent calendars, have uh, been sort of a new thing that's come along. Did any of you ha have an Advent calendar as a child? A few. Um, but it's been more of a recent thing, I think. Um, and in the church that I was in early on in my life, Advent wasn't uh, celebrated or wasn't spoken to. And somebody said that when, when they had an advent calendar as a child, there was always a piece of candy behind each door. And uh, so they looked forward to the days that led up to Christmas because there was like a little, little goodie there. But it was mainly a countdown to Christmas. That's kind of what it's come down to. The word advent is from the Latin, which means a coming or arrival. And so spiritually, it can be a time of inner preparation for remembering the birth of the Christ. And I think it's easier to think of this, uh, think of Lent as a time of preparation than maybe Advent, um, simply because of the activities around this Christmas time. We have a lot of outer activities that take our attention and take our energy. Somebody said Advent has fallen on hard times. And it may be 
that it's because the emphasis for Christmas has changed and is um, so very much focused in an outer way on gifts and activities and travels and so on. So um, maybe the problem with Advent is it just comes at the wrong time. That's a joke. <laughs> comes at a time when, when we're extra, extra busy and, and we think we don't have any time for it. We don't have any time for anything else. But really, it, does, it doesn't require time to celebrate Advent, and that's really what I want to share with us today. Um, our energies are often involved with getting things done. It feels like we have so much on our plate around this time of the year, starting with Thanksgiving, right? And then it just continues. And so, so many things we want to get done, so many activities we want to be a part of, we want to get our decorations up and we want to get our cards out and all those things that uh, take time and take energy and take focus on our part. And during this time, we also give thought to happy family kinds of things, but often we are thinking ahead to maybe some not-so-happy family and friend things. Um, and, and we project ahead often because of certain things that always seem to happen when certain family members are together or certain things um, come into play. Then there's the business aspect of things at this time of the year. There are projects to be completed and there are contracts to uh, have finalized, and on and on. But it is still a perfect time for Advent because it's a perfect time for us to pause and rethink what all of this means. It's time, it is a good time for us to pause and rethink that it's more about being than it is about doing. Someone has said, if Christmas is a season for childhood, Advent is the season for maturity. And there's something to that, because it does take spiritual maturity to, to practice the inner preparation. Anyone can do outer preparations, no matter what age you are or what level of um, development. Anyone can be involved in the doing, but it takes spiritual maturity to be involved in the beingness of this season. Sometimes people complain that Christmas is commercial and there are too many trappings um, during this season and that there's not enough emphasis on the symbols and what they mean, what, what the um, different things mean. And that may or may not be so, but my sense is we always find what we're looking for. And if we are looking for commercialism, we'll find it. We'll have no problem finding it. 
But if we are looking for an opportunity to find something meaningful in the midst of the everyday, the ordinary, the activities, the decorations, or whatever, I believe we will find that as well. And that we have the opportunity to give it whatever meaning we want to give it in our lives. The thing about Advent that is different from Christmas itself is that we're sort of left on our own means to decide what Advent means to us, what it will mean to us in our life. And we're left on our own to find the inner meaning of it. Someone said Advent is a time when you get homesick even when you're home. There's something about this season. Often we call it the Christmas season. But I'm thinking, I'm rethinking this. And to me, I believe it's the Advent se season, that's the spirit of Advent that um, brings up this homesick feeling even when we are home. In other words, it is something within us that won't be pushed aside. With Christmas, we can push it aside. We can get really, really involved with things. But if we're practicing Advent in the spirit of Advent, it won't be pushed aside. It will keep coming up and keep coming up. So I see within Advent, there is this homesickness that really is like a desire on our part for a simpler truth, um, for, for the experience of knowing in a very personal way what Christ in me, my hope of glory, really means, what that means in, an, in a, a practical way, a usable way. The spirit of Advent stirs up something that we get lonely for, and maybe when we're really, really busy, we don't mind not having it. But if we take those quiet times, that's when that comes up for us, and that seeking is there for us. What it also stirs up is the remembrance of something that we know deep within us. Advent is never about anything outside of us, even though there may be wreaths and calendars. But it's really not about anything outside of us. It is about a spirit of expectancy, as it were. And so um, what it stirs up within us is a, a remembrance of something that we have not totally forgotten. That's why there's that feeling of homesickness when we're home. Because it's a part of us that never forgets oneness. Oneness with God, oneness with all that is, oneness with our higher self. And so we temporarily forget it. And that's where that sense of homesickness comes in. It's about a remembrance of the Christ within us. Really, that's what it is about. Have you felt the spirit of Advent? Um, it reminds us of the love that we already are. That's what that spirit reminds us of. It calls us to, 
to a deeper awareness of what Christ in me, my hope of glory, means. It invites us to step into the deeper waters of spirit, to not settle for the shallow, um, but to step into the deeper waters and to open our own spiritual understanding more than it has been opened up to this point. The Advent Spirit invites us to find moments of stillness in our ordinary, everyday life. And if we think we don't have time for Advent, let me just share that it doesn't take extra time. We all have 24 hours a day. We all get to choose what we're going to do with those 24 hours. So we don't have to add any more hours to our day or any more activities to our list of things to do. We can take a few moments whenever and wherever we can, right in the middle of our ordinary activities. I call this background time. These are like background times of our day. And there are times between activities, and you know this, whether you're taking a shower or a bath, um, you're getting dressed, you're driving to somewhere, or you're taking someone to practice or to an appointment, whatever. Um, you're walking from one place to another. You're getting ready for bed. Any number of things like that. And in these in-between times, there are always moments that we are thinking, but often our thoughts are scattered. Or they're on something that happened during the previous hours of the day or something we're thinking about that's going to be happening uh, later on. It's times like this, these little in-between times, that we can focus our attention on acknowledging our spiritual reality. It doesn't take extra time in our day. It's time that we already have, but using it to refocus. And a moment or two out of our day will make all the difference. Just those little moments here and there when we acknowledge the Christ within us, we acknowledge the Christ within others, that's what makes the difference. That's what makes this whole time more meaningful to us. It's what makes life more meaningful to us. You know, we didn't come here on planet Earth to just be good human beings. We came here to be who we are. We came here to let our light shine, to be the spiritual beings that we are. So in these in-between times, we refocus and remember that. And as I said, it makes all the difference in not only the activities <clears throat> that we've chosen to be involved in, but in how we see those activities as well. The spirit of Advent calls us to find our joy, to find moments in these in-between times when we think about 
what has brought us joy and practice the feeling of it just for little moments, little moments here, little moments there. And in spite of what might seem to be going on or going wrong for that matter in things in our life or maybe in the world for that matter, we can still find our joy. We can find our joy. It hasn't gone anywhere. It's not hiding somewhere. It's within us, ready to be acknowledged. And so we use the background times to practice little moments of remembering joy. And it's like lighting a candle in the darkness of our consciousness when we do this. Keep in mind that we won't find our joy if we're holding on to hurts. We won't find it if we're holding on to resentments. We won't find it if we're practicing the story that we're a victim. We won't find it if we're in criticism or judgmentalness because it's not on the same level as joy. So that's why we won't find it. So what Advent does is calls us to come up higher to a level where we can practice those moments of joy. And it's about being, not about doing. It's about being. So I encourage you to create your own Advent tradition, as it were, um, which feeds you spiritually, whatever that is. The remembrance of the Christ within isn't just a once a year thing, is it? It isn't like getting a diploma and now you've got it and no more do you have to think about that. Haven't you taken courses that you never thought of whatever it was you had to memorize, you never thought of it again. It's not like that. The birth and rebirth remembrance is a continual kind of thing in our life. So our advent or our sense of being on spiritual tiptoe, as it were, um, waiting to have our breakthroughs to new levels of understanding um, isn't bound or confined to this season of the year. But it's a wonderful opportunity to practice it. So we prepare in consciousness by staying open-hearted, by um, refocusing different moments, and as we move into this Advent season more, I challenge you, as well as myself, no matter what our Christmas preparations might be, um, that we be mindful of whatever we do. And that know that all of this is symbolic of our journey anyway. And it's naturally a journey that's filled with joy and filled with peace. And if there is anything that has, seems to be burdensome that we've somehow accepted uh, for this season of the year, if, it, if there's anything that feels empty and that doesn't have the meaning that we really would like it to have, claim your freedom and release it. Either don't do it or do it with a different thought. See it in a different way. And we all have that opportunity.
And when we see something in a different way, we get the opportunity to remember who we are and remember that it's all about being and not so much about doing. So take those moments whenever and wherever and practice moments of joy and choosing peace.